kangaroo. Toby and Leroy, ready to deploy. Had to hit her with a little journalism, but that was a decoy. Better ask about me, boy. Okay, Leroy and Tobin, host of the showman. Still silly songs with the show in. Till then, it's half moon open. Sometimes go takes like a snowman. No proof, I'm a lie about a molding. No proof. Like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him, and if I did, I never ever traded him. What? What is in store? Like under the seat of the driver's side floor. It's Gucci's galore. So many more from six in the Mars. Never more. Man, if I'm honest, the damage is done. Silly sauce on unlimited funds. Join us on Twitch for unlimited fun. J Figure Marcos, you with it or what? Toby Tobin, <laughs> two two Tobin is. Good morning, Tobin and Leroy show. I have Alex Dono in for Tobin and in for Leroy, but I got my guy Marcos here. We got Jay Fig. I saw even my guy Vlad made a cameo in the background of the studios. I saw Trevor Harris is back there as well doing God knows what. We got a full crew here on AM560 Sports WQAM. We're also streaming on the Odyssey app. And uh, Marcos, are we still are we on Twitch or are we on YouTube? I know I know I'm looking at you on a video screen, so I know we're on video somewhere. Where can people find the video? Both Twitch and YouTube. Man. <laughs> yeah, we made it to the big leagues, everyone. We are also available are, on both. We are superstars, man. We're available all over the Internet. And there's several ways to. Oh, and I see Jay Fig just popped into the chat. She says you are on all. So we are on every video platform. I already see people chatting with us on the live video chat. We, of course, have the live text chat as well for the radio listeners and the Odyssey app listeners. You can get at us on the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line at 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560. Thank goodness the Heat won yesterday because, yeah, the uh, the damage was done by the Miami Dolphins on Sunday on Christmas Day. I got to tell you, though, my heart goes out to Tua Tongo Vailoa, who's back in the concussion protocol. That was a little bit of a shocker. Like late afternoon yesterday when it was revealed Tua is back in the protocol, Um, I didn't see that coming. I know that there apparently was some chatter. Like one guy filmed his TV and had tweeted it out during the game of the hit where we think Tua suffered the concussion or the apparent concussion that's been giving him symptoms. But, you know, I want to walk something back here, guys, because I see a lot of, again, the Twitter doctor all the experts out there coming out talking about how how badly the concussion protocol failed on Sunday and you know how the Miami Dolphins keep failing to uh folks honestly after after reviewing the evidence that we have of Tua suffering another apparent concussion I take a step back and I say you know what bros sometimes we just have to say football is a violent dangerous game And these things are going to happen sometimes, no matter how intensive the protocol is. Because, okay, how does the protocol work? Like, I've seen people telling me, like, Dono, they they need to fire that spotter. Like, how did they let Tua finish the game when he apparently suffered a concussion late in the first half of the game? Here's the problem, guys. After that hit that Tua took, everybody has seen the hit now on social media where it was right after throwing a pass, was taken to the turf. It looked like his helmet dinged off the turf. That's probably where he suffered a concussion. Here's the thing. He popped right back up, wasn't stumbling, wasn't tripping over his feet, wasn't falling over. That's what the spotter is there to look at. Like It's not the spotter's job to say, oh, hey, I think he banged his head. 
get him out of there. That's not the spotter's job. The spotter's job is to see if guys are stumbling and getting up wrong and, and you know, not, uh, not moving correctly after they take a hit. That's what the spotter is looking for. And if Tua wasn't displaying any of that stuff, if he bounced right back up and was walking normally, then what else is the spotter supposed to do? I don't think any of us want the spotters out there to be able to say, you know what? It looked like he might've been banged in the head. That guy can't play for the rest of the game. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants a spotter off uh, in the first row somewhere saying, yeah, I think that guy may have taken a hit. You better not play him the rest of the game. That just opens up a slippery slope to all kinds of shenanigans, which we don't need. So is it possible that in this case, no matter how intensive you make the protocol, the protocol cannot be perfect in a game as violent as American football? It's just So I, it's, I feel terrible for Tua. I don't know what's going to happen for the next couple of games and in the playoffs if the Dolphins get there. And the Dolphins can clinch a playoff spot this week, by the way. If the Dolphins win against New England and if the Jets lose against Seattle, the Dolphins could be in the playoffs by the end of this weekend. I wouldn't expect Tua to play this week. Uh, I guess we would have to cross the uh, the Week 18 bridge against the Jets when we get to it, but I'm not expecting Tua to play the rest of the regular season. But Guys, honestly, as much as we all love to either rip the protocol or people love to rip the Miami Dolphins because this is either two as second or third concussion, depending on what we really think happened against Buffalo, uh, maybe there's only so much the protocol can do. Honestly, you know, there there is no limit to what Art God Savvy can do. The, uh, the maestro there on the other side of the glass. Can you give us some headlines, sir? Absolutely. These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know no trucks. I had to fill the Leroy role since Leroy's Thank not. You. I'm actually, Marcos, yes. I'm surprised that Leroy's not here. Yeah. Like Tobin, I know T- Tobin, he's very, he's independently wealthy. He takes like these lavish vacations every sure. couple of weeks. For sure. Uh, you know, Leroy, every time Tobin's been out and I've filled in up to this point, Leroy has always been here. Like, who yeah. who let Leroy take days off this week? I think he he reached his quota as far as like coming in for days you don't necessarily have to come in. So he decided, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and honestly, yesterday after the Dolphins lost, we kind of regretted coming in yesterday. To be honest, oh my. Well, you know, and you know what? On that note, I regret a lot of the things that I said yesterday on on a different uh, platform. I wasn't on QAM yesterday, but you know, I, I was I was poking fun at how badly Tua played and how yeah. bad the offense was. I didn't know the man was concussed. Like, if, if I had known that Tua was apparently playing the entire second half, including that awful fourth quarter with a concussion, I would have been a little bit nicer. So I I feel a little bit bad about some of the things I said. You are not forgiven, Dono. You are not forgiven. <laughs> but uh, yes, that, that is the major news that we have in headlines, that uh, our boy Tua is now a concussion protocol. Yesterday, Mike McDaniel addressed it during his Monday presser. Here's what he had to say. Someone posted a video uh, suggesting that Tua might have suffered a concussion late in the first half. Was he evaluated at all during the game for a concussion? Do you know when he sustained it? Um, not totally sure. This is something that just came came across. Um I played a couple hours ago. Uh, as far as the, the game was concerned, there was a, there was, you know, no one um, recognized anything uh, with with regard to any sort of um, hit. I can't really tell you exactly when it was. I'm not totally positive on that, um, but it was it was something that um, you know he, he met with the doctors. Uh, 
um, today and discussed um, some uh, symptoms and they uh, from from that uh, as you guys know from there on that's uh, between two and the doctors and um, we'll we'll move forward as information is uh, projected towards us. So would Teddy get the majority of uh, reps in practice on Wednesday Thursday? Um, yes, I believe so. Uh, that. Um, and he uh, he had a great week of practice um, the week before. So uh, w- one of the things, Marcos, I see people already saying this on Twitter. Why not just roll the dice with Skyler? Just let Skyler Thompson play. Like, still, man, uh, as much as I loved preseason Skyler. Yeah, I think we've <laughs> pre-season, seen that already. <laughs> preseason uh... Skyler. He turned into a pumpkin the times we've seen him in the regular season. Like, listen, I, you know, I'm, I'm not thrilled about the way Teddy Bridgewater is played. Like, the, the Dolphins have not won a game this year that Tua has missed. Like, they have it. You know, whether Teddy's played or Tyler's played or or, or not, not Tyler, Skyler, whether Teddy or Skyler has played, the Dolphins have not won without Tua this year. But still, I believe Teddy Bridgewater gives you a better chance. I agree. Uh, I think the whole Skyler thing, like you said, worked for uh, preseason, but I'm okay to let Teddy Bridgewater go ahead and try to win it. And, you know, I understand it is New England in December, but. It's a doable victory, you know. It's not that we're not we're yeah. not asking him to go to Buffalo or anything like that. So, all you can do is hope for the best in both situations for uh, this weekend's game, and as well as Tua returning from this concussion thing. Uh, on on a lighter note, the Miami Heat actually got a victory yesterday. Yes, uh, that came behind some good defense and a clutch three by Tyler Hero. Tyler catches on the inbounds. He fires deep in the left corner. That man knocked it down before the sound and the lights said it was too late a splashdown for Tyler Hero during Tyler time Heat 114 Timberwolves 108 so Tyler didn't start well but he finished well and I Marcos I hate the fact that the Heat have had so many players missing significant time to this point due to injury but the Heat last night without Jimmy and Bam they did all I've been asking them to do. Like you have to, like last year, last year, it didn't seem to matter who was hurt. The heat would still go out there and win. They haven't done that this year, you know, to go out there and beat a Timberwolves team that if you were, you know, fully, uh, fully loaded, if you didn't have anybody missing games, you, you should obviously beat that team, but to beat that team without Jimmy and without bam, Kyle Lowry was fantastic. Had nine assists last night. I was more impressed with his nine assists than I was with his 18 points. Uh, Max Struess led the Heat in scoring with 19, which I love to see. And you know who I'm really high on, Marcos? Orlando Robinson. That dude, he has been filling that backup center role. He played more minutes than uh, than than Jokic or, or Jovic. I, I always want to call him. Uh, I always want to call him uh, the the wrong uh, the wrong Slavic name. Listen, Dono, it's uh, Nik- Nikola Jovic. I played a lot of minutes last night. Well, he he started the game, but Orlando Robinson played longer, played better. They start Jovic for floor spacing reasons, but that's the sort of dub you need to get. Take care of business when you're shorthanded. I freaking love it. Yeah, I agree. Uh- like you said, Orlando Robinson, I think he had like seven offensive rebounds or something like that, and that's something that we lack because that's know, right. we're constantly in the small ball situation or dealing with this injury, that injury. So whatever we're he, he had, about, we you don't see this stat line every day. He had seven offensive boards and two defensive boards. Like yeah. it's usually it's usually the flip of that for sure. I'll take it though. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely take it. In uh, some other news, before we wrap these headlines up, obviously the Panthers are still on their Christmas break. 
they resume action against the Canadians uh, Thursday. So still got two more days before that. That's going to be actually at FLA. That's going to be at 7 p.m. puck drop. I love it. Doug Plagans on the call. He does a fantastic job. By the way, I I love uh, how the NHL actually lets their players enjoy Christmas. Yeah, right? instead of like nice. you know, like with the NBA and the NFL, everything's a money grab. It's like if if we can get all these games on, and the NBA obviously they do it every year, no matter what day of the week it is. The NFL, you know, happens to fall on a Sunday, so you had teams playing on Christmas Day. But it's like. The NBA will always take the money grab where the NHL is like, you know what? You guys are human beings. You have families. Why don't you spend a few, spend about a week with your families? It's not all so a money Donald, grab like it is. Yeah. Donald, hey, Vlad. What would you be doing on Sunday? Um. Well, I was watching the Dolphins. I wish, you know what? I wish the Dolphins hadn't played on Sunday. But you had about something that? to watch, didn't you? I did watch. Okay. It was awful. You, did, you would have been, come on, man. There's only so much time you can spend with your family. After a while, you're, gonna, you're, yeah. you're tired and annoyed with them. It's a good thing we have sports on Christmas. Uh, and, well, and let me ask this question out there to the, uh, to the texters and the video commenters, YouTube and Twitch. How much NBA did you guys watch on Sunday? Because obviously, normally, normally Christmas Day, it's the NBA's day. But since the NFL had, you know, a full battery of games on a Sunday, I was 100% football, and it helped that the Miami Heat didn't play. So I didn't have a Heat game. Like, I checked the results at the end of the NBA Sunday, the NBA Christmas Day. I did not watch a second of live basketball on Sunday. It was all NFL all the time for me. What about you, Marcos? I almost forgot that there was basketball on Christmas Day, but it it doesn't matter because whether it was a good game or a bad game, two will ruin my Christmas. So, you know, after, like, 4 p.m., I don't watch man, you got to be nice. Nah. You know, I get it. Concussion this, concussion that. He ruined my Christmas, dude. Yeah, he did. Well, Raheem Mostert as well. He was bad. And, and first of all, I could have used some fantasy points from Raheem, from Raheem, but he had he had the bad fumble and he ran the wrong route on that second two interception. So he did not help. Did he run the wrong yeah, route? that's they uh, they confirmed that it was his fault. So I'll give him I'll cut him some slack on that. And I guess this whole concussion thing. It's just, you know, I spent the last two days dogging him. I'm, I'm in a position where I either just, you know, apologize or I double down. And I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm just doubling down. Well, there are, by the way, there are some people who are blaming Tua for his injury situation. I want to get to those texts and tweets on the other side. But do we got any weather or anything, Marcos? Yes, indeed, we do have weather. Uh, we don't have the window plex that Leroy usually goes to. But this weather is brought to you by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Your Looks pretty good out my window here. Com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. Uh, you said it looks good. Define good, though, because I don't see the sun where I'm at. Do you see the sun? Well, I'm looking. Look, look out. Look out for the for those watching the video. Let look, it looks very. Uh, it looks perfect. Oh, out my God. Actually, I don't. Yeah, it looks good. Man. looks perfect out wow, there. It looks really good. Uh, in, in Donald's million-dollar mansion right now, the, the sun is shining. Outside of my window in El Portal, I don't see the sun. So it looks like we're dealing with uh, the same old, same gloomy conditions. It's going to be wet. It's going to be cold. And it's uh, 56 degrees currently. So enjoy that. That is your weather report. All right. I love it. All right. So we got we to gotta take a deep dive on the Tua concussion when we come back, you're listening to the Tobin and Leroy show Dono in for the guys today. We got, uh, we got Marcos. We got Jay fig today. Uh, Jer- Jerry in the chat says it's sunny and cold up in Jacksonville. Oh man. Uh, Jay fig says she's, uh, she's sick today. Uh, Jay yes. fig. There's no time to be sick. No time. We've got a party in a couple of days. 
Do we? New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm so I'm so washed. I don't even consider yeah. that a party <laughs> you day anymore. Just expose yourself, dude. You really like just for me. Yourself. For me, my New Year's Eve party is I'm yeah. gonna stay up till twelve oh one a.m. just in time yeah. to watch the ball drop, and then I'm passing out. Well, passing out. Look, I don't want you to give too much information out because this ties into our this or that holiday Ooh. edition at the end of this okay. hour. So we're gonna get to that more. Tobit at Leroy Show here on AM five sixty Sports WQAM. Everyone send uh, Jay Fig some well wishes here. Got a a message on the video chat a little while ago from my guy Cap for life, who's a great dude. I love the guy, but I I disagree with this Cap. He says a player playing hurt and knowing it once again is selfish on their end. So, like, would you call Tua playing through the second half of that game with an apparent concussion? Would you really call that selfish? Like, I, 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 listen, I could make an argument for the opposite. Like, I could make an argument that if he and first of all, I'm not even sure if he knew he was concussed because apparently the symptoms which can happen didn't really set in until the following day. That's not an uncommon thing with concussion. Sometimes you don't realize it until the effects linger into the next day. But would you really call it self? like play, trying to help his team win playing through the rest of that game? And we're not even sure how much he even knew about whether he was concussed or not. I wouldn't call that selfish. I would call it the opposite because a lot of times we can't play it both ways, right? When a player may be dinged up, whether it's a concussion or something else, and and they take themselves out of a game, a lot of times fans will say, hey, it's selfish. He should have played through pain, should have tried to help his team win. I don't know if I would call what Tua did to be selfish. I'd probably call it the opposite. And honestly – You should expect it with the way that NFL players try to compete. That's why you need to have protocols and doctors and independent neurologists to protect players from themselves. And I don't necessarily know if the concussion protocol failed here or if there's just no perfect protocol. But I don't think I'm going to blame Tua for this, honestly. What do you think, Marcos? No, I mean, again, do we even know? Obviously, it, all sides are pointing to it. But as of right now, he's just in concussion protocol, right? Like, has it yes. been confirmed that he had a concussion? No, he could still click. Well, yeah. The thing is, like, it's hard to confirm concussions, period. That's why That's why they have a protocol. But he, he could pass the pro. Like, we could find out on Thursday or Friday that Tua is cleared to play. The internet would just melt down if that happened, though. If, like, if, if, if Tua who maybe he might be concussed for the second or third time this year, or maybe he's not concussed at all. But if, if he gets cleared to play, the Twitter doctors are going to go freaking nuts. Yeah, I think honestly, even if he is cleared to play, it's probably in the Dolphins' best interest to just not play him. Yeah. I think he kind of already alluded to the fact that Teddy Bridgewater's been looking good. Teddy Bridgewater never really had an opportunity to like you know come out there and play a full game just to – whatever concussion protocol issues he dealt with, which, you know, if I bring this up, you know, whoever was watching Teddy Bridgewater that day, they decided to take him out for concussion protocol. Had that same guy been watching, then maybe to, you know, maybe to definitely. Uh, it seems like that spotter disappeared after that week. See, I've seen that other guy's not a, that, that, that. that guy's not a spotter. He's a snitch. Yeah, like that guy. Yeah, like that, that guy. That guy was. Uh, we, 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 I can't remember which game was that that Bridgewater got pulled out. Was, was that Jets. Minnesota or the Jets? No, no, yeah. it, was, it was some it was shady business. So it was the Jets I, I, for sure. I, I, yeah, that's right. Because I, I think that was. Uh, that, w- w- what's the name of the uh, of the the Super Jets fan who used to go to all oh, the guys? I think the fire. Fireman Ed or something like Fireman that. Ed. Yeah, Fireman, I think Fireman Ed, Ed was, was selling chopped cheese on the corner and decided to come by 
and point out Teddy Bridgewater, but apparently that spotter oh. disappeared since then. I've seen like videos of Devontae Parker like stumbling off the field and, you know, uh, a fellow like receiver having to stop play. But yeah. it seems like that spotter disappeared ever since that week, and now I guess this is a price we pay. Now, I saw, I think it was Bromar Smelly who said this in the chat, and I'll be honest, I had the same reaction when I first heard about it. It was around like 5 p.m. yesterday. When I heard, before I saw the video, when I heard that Tua was in concussion protocol, my immediate reaction was, this could be just a fugazi thing because they're they're just trying to like they're trying to do damage control for how bad he played in the yeah. fourth. Like, hey, he's in the pro. That was my initial reaction, right? I, I'm a terrible human being, but that was my initial reaction. My initial reaction was this: I think this is fake. I think that they're trying to make excuses for the way he played. But then I saw that video of him getting dropped on his head, and I'm like, you know what? Probably this is legit. Yeah. Did you see that hit yesterday everyone was talking about, speaking of concussions, uh, Derwin James, he got ejected from the game? I didn't see that. I saw people talking about that. Yeah, so apparently uh, head-to-head contact, and he got ejected from the game immediately. I mean, they won 20-3 to because Jeff Saturday, yeah. the coach, he thought he would be for Dude, sure. Dude, and what, he he's 1-5 now, yeah, Jeff not, Saturday? Yeah, not so good ever since. I mean, he came in, you know, who did that? Dan Campbell, his first time around when he took over for the Dolphins. He had, like, a big yeah. victory. Everyone was tough and... Everything dropped off after that. It seems like Jeff Saturday has the same kind of trajectory, if you will. The thing is, like, Jeff Saturday, I'm still I'm still not 100% convinced that they don't give him the job because Jim Ursay has some of the worst judgment, the owner of the Colts. And Ursay, he loves him some Jeff Saturday. Like, he's he's got, like... Sometimes sometimes when an owner has like the Jerry Jones logic where it doesn't really matter what other people think, it only really matters what they think. And, you know, Ursay's got the history with the substances as well. I don't know if he's always if he's always thinking clearly, allegedly. So I don't know, man. I wouldn't completely rule out Jeff Saturday being back next year, but it's hard to make, you know, like when, when you've lost 22 to 3 and you blew a 33-point lead in consecutive weeks, it's kind of hard to make an argument you should keep this guy around. Yeah, uh, but, you know, uh, I can't really talk from a, a, a franchise that has had 33 million coaches in the past 20 years. Yeah. What, what do I know? You know, I don't even know if this one's working, to be honest. I think he is. I hope he is, but I don't know. I'm, I'm At this point, my, my hopes and dreams are in the same spot they always are. And the honeymoon's the honeymoon's definitely over with Mike McDaniel. It has Just, to and, be. And, and, it has. Like I'm, I'm not. Like I still like him, yeah. and I think he can absolutely still be the guy. But when I start to have Dolphin fans now trying to compare him to Adam Gase, that's when you know the honeymoon's over as far as the fan perception, right? Because – and the Dolphins, Marcos, they could still very well end up in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, especially if Tua can't come back. But, you know, the Dolphins still – like, they they could they could run the ball 30 times and they could beat a not very good New England Patriots team this Sunday and they could potentially clinch a playoff berth as early as this weekend. Like, that could happen. And I think that needs to happen. And I'm not saying Mike McDaniel's on the hot seat because he's not. I think he's going to get probably at least three years unless something just unforeseen happens here. But you don't want to be the guy who goes from eight and three 
to missing the playoffs. Like you don't want that to be your final act of your, your rookie head coaching season because things started off on such a high note. He set the bar so high for himself because early in the year, McDaniel was pushing all the right buttons, right? And when you're going forward on some crazy fourth downs and threes and you're, you're, if you don't get it, you still win the game. Or if you do get it, you look like a genius. That's all great. But then when you start not converting those and losing games, then the honeymoon ends pretty quick. And I think that's where we're at with Coach McDaniel. Yeah, I still, you know, love him, but I don't have that same infatuation or that same trust that I did. But I'm not going to lie, a lot of the, the issues that I've had with the team recently has been less on him. Like, I've questioned some of Josh Boyer's decisions. Yeah. I've questioned some of Tua's decisions. Uh, for the most part, you know, I do question why sometimes he doesn't choose to run the ball a little bit more. And uh, from time to time, there'll be an illegal formation that makes me wonder what the hell is going on. But other than that, you know, I I can't find myself. I think the reason why we all feel the same way about him is because I haven't had a game where I'm like, McDaniel completely was outcoached this game, and that's why we lost. I've had some some moments where I did feel that way and moments where I felt like it went another way. But for the most part, I've been pleased with what he's brought, to be real. Like, I understand we're in the same position we always are, and at the end of the day, we're probably going to have the same record we did last year, but... Right. Hopefully, at least. But I, I feel like things are different. I like uh, where this is going. And, you know, I'm not necessarily like, as we would normally say, rats off a ship yet. By the way, I am rats off a ship on the uh, the Vermont men's basketball team. They're, they're no showing tomorrow. Apparently, the weather is bad. Uh, I mean, the, the weather out my window man. looks fine. Looks good. Appar- Look at that. Yeah. This looks good enough to fly. So uh, the Vermont men's basketball team was supposed to be playing uh, at the Watsco Center tomorrow night, taking on our 14th-ranked Miami Hurricanes, who should be 13th-ranked because they're ranked behind Virginia, who's got one more loss, and Miami beat Virginia head-to-head. The fix is in. But the Hurricane 14th-ranked, should be 13th-ranked team in the country. They were supposed to beat up on Vermont tomorrow And Vermont can't travel to Miami because the weather apparently sucks in Vermont, which is not very surprising because, hey, it's New England area, right? But, Marcos, the reason why I'm upset I'm rats off a ship on Vermont is these clowns are taking money out of my pocket. I was supposed to fill in for Hollywood to work that broadcast with Josie Gacky tomorrow. And now they're telling me there's not going to be a broadcast because there's not going to be a game. No Vermont versus Miami. They're taking money out of my pocket, Vermont. Damn. Yeah. I got to let them know. I actually have a, a good affiliation with Vermont. I'll let them know to really? reschedule the game and get you some money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I eat Do you ben have like a Jerry's. direct line? You have a direct line to Bernie Sanders and you eat Ben and Jerry's? That's really it. The amount of Ben and Jerry's I've consumed. I, I know some people over there. I know Ben and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone else? Well, I'm sorry. I, don't know. No, I mean, I. Ben, ben, Jerry, and Bernie. Other than the fact that the uh, Canes Hoops is the only. Uh, the only South Florida sports team that has been good to us as of recent. Yeah. You know, they're taking money from you and taking you know money what, out man? of my pocket. We'll fire the bum guns on that one. I think that's a lot. Uh, I, I was, please. This is something that's worthy of a bum gun. <laughs> makes me laugh every time, man. <laughs> How long have you guys had the bum gum? I, I don't think you've launched that when I've been on before. So we've oh had we I just added to the arsenal. When when I first heard him do it now, I have like an like I have actual punches. Bam! You know, we can do this hand to hand. I have the gun. I have the the <laughs> bomb as well. The bomb bomb. We've even gone as far as to uh, get 
our 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 beloved Mike Biamonte to record this. Fire the bum guns. So you know, I got a full arsenal over here, and I'm not gonna lie, I end up using the entire arsenal on a weekly basis. So that is a work of art. Yeah. Who, I, who would you say? Who would you say is the biggest bum in sports right now? Is it Jeff Saturday? Look. He's got to be up there. I, I want to say Clay Thompson because that's, <laughs> you know, that's usually who I go after. But if I had to be honest, I think it's a clear answer. I'm sure you'll agree. Russell Wilson. I can't disagree with that one. Biggest yeah. bum I, in I, sports I, right now. Yep, too. yep, yep. <laughs> like, I think Tra- by a long shot. <laughs> Trevor says uh, Dan Snyder, hands down. He's, oh, I mean, that, yeah. that's evergreen. Like, Dan, yeah. Dan Snyder is always the that's biggest That's always going to be correct for sure. But <laughs> So... What's the game we're doing on the other side? Holiday, this or that? Yes. Uh, we're going to do oh. this or that holiday version. I'm going to give you various scenarios, sports-related and holiday-related. This is that weird gap. You know, everyone's always in preparation. As soon as Thanksgiving's done, everyone understands what's next, Christmas. Now, this right. weird gap between New Year's and Christmas, it almost just doesn't exist to people. These are days that usually takes off. Like, what are you doing during the 27th? A lot of people are off of school. A lot of people right. are off of work. So it's just a weird preparation for New Year's. I'm going to ask you some questions involving this little gap that we have between mm. Christmas and New Year's, and you get to pick this or that. I like it. We'll have that coming up next. Uh, we are here on the Tobin and Leroy Show. Dono from the mansion today. We got Marcos in studio. We got Jay Fig from a, a dark closet somewhere. Is Jay Fig? She's going to join us for this or that, right? I don't think so. I hope so. She I'm said gonna- uh, she's... Here, here's the last thing she said. She said, yeah. waiting for my voice to kick in. Yeah. I lost it after cough. Like, Fig, this is go time now. But no. pretend you're Tua playing through a concussion. Drink oh, some no. tea and let's go. <laughs> let's freaking go. You on the staff? You sound like you're on the staff. I, I am actually the independent Dolphins neurologist. <laughs> so that's why Tua keeps you're, playing. You're the spotter, Dono? I'm the spotter. I'm like, you're good to go. Jeez, man. <laughs> Right, well. The Tobin and Leroy show continues next year on AM560 Sports WQAM. We're going to play Holiday This or That in a second. Uh, in case you missed it, I'm, I'm very angry at the Vermont men's basketball team because they're taking money out of my pocket. I'm supposed to work the radio broadcast with Joe Z tomorrow. And Vermont, they apparently can't travel, so the game is canceled. But Marcos, I'm looking... Right now, it's a little funky with my green screen here, but I'm looking at the Vermont weather right now. I'm calling shenanigans on this deal. 26 degrees, wow. mostly cloudy skies. I don't see any snow on the forecast today. In fact, I'm looking at about a, a four-hour window between 5 and 9 p.m. in Vermont where it's going to be just partly cloudy no snow, no precipitation, plenty of time for a plane to take, like not a four-hour window. Wow. That's enough time to fly all the way to Florida. I don't see why they have to cancel the game. I think they're afraid of the number 14, should be number 13 ranked team in the country. I think you're right, Donna. I think you've you've cracked this code, and I think they owe you some money at the very least. Yes, they owe me $175. We're calling Vermont, dude. I'm going to get the number to Vermont, <laughs> and we are calling Vermont. And uh, that, you've reached the office of Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You, send, send, you could probably, you know what? I yeah. bet you there's a Bernie voicemail. Yeah, you could, you could leave Bernie Sanders a message. Sure. I bet you, Bernie Sanders phone number. I mean, he'll probably pick up the phone. What else is he doing now? He's he's yeah, not running for sure. president again. I don't it's think. The holidays. I'll vote for him though. <laughs> Bernie Sanders phone number. All right, look, we're gonna get this phone number going before right. this show's over. We will contact Vermont. I promise. All right, thank you. 
Uh, in the meantime, are you ready for some holiday edition this or that? I'd be more ready if Jay Fig could join us, but Jay, Jay Fig is softer than the Vermont basketball team. She, uh... oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, good luck. I think Jay Fig is probably going to be checked out till noon, but it's okay. You know, she's going to grace us with her presence eventually, I'm sure, and we'll okay. all be happy and better for it. Uh, in the meantime, Dono, I'm going to ask you this or that. You let me know what you think on the following topics. Now, this is something we just touched on a little bit. Christmas, usually reserved for basketball. This year, we had a special serving other than, you know, possibly witnessing the third concussion of Tua. Uh, you know, football on Christmas. So now I get to ask you, based off everything you've ex- experienced, this or that, football on Christmas or basketball on Christmas? You know, I'm going to throw you a curveball. I'm going to say basketball on Christmas because... Ooh. Even and the Miami Heat didn't play this year, but even when the Heat do play on Christmas, it's one game out of 82. If they yeah. lose, like they they cannot ruin my Christmas the way that the Dolphins did. You, you, you're favored by seven and a half points at home against a cadaver formerly known as Aaron Rodgers and a not very good Green Bay Packers team. You should win the game easily. Concussion, smuckcussion. You still found a way to lose that game. Didn't score a single point in the second half. The Dolphins ruined my Christmas, so I'm, I'm going to say I will take from now on on basketball only on Christmas because even a heat loss on Christmas cannot ruin my Christmas the way the Dolphins did. Wow. I think you're right, though. I think you're right. I think I've seen the Heat lose on Christmas, and I've been okay. Because, it's yeah. one game out of 82. Like, if For the sure. Heat lose on Christmas, like, all right, we'll get them next year, right? Or we'll get them in two days. We'll be back on the court. With the Dolphins, not so much. You got a good point. Now, staying a little bit in the same kind of realm there, you know that the Miami Dolphins are still continuing to play as we get closer to New Year's. Now, I understand the Miami Hurricanes haven't been relevant in this scenario, but I just want to know, a a game with playoff implications for the Dolphins or a bowl game? Which one are you more interested in seeing during this holiday season? I mean, you got to be more specific. Like, are we talking like a national semifinal, or are we talking like the Holiday Bowl or the yeah. or the Sun Bowl? Right? If if, if it's if it's some crap bowl game, obviously I'll take a Dolphins game with playoff implications. Okay, let's say it's one of the good bowls. Whether it's a bowl involving the Hurricanes, which mm-hmm. sometimes may not be a good bowl, or this, you know, <laughs> a, a big bowl game between Alabama, Clemson, or one of these other schools, you know. I am more into college football than probably even most of our listeners are. Like college football is my jam. I actually I prefer uh, the college game over the NFL because everything just feels so regular season anyway. Everything feels so meaningful and national semifinals. But um, despite the fact that I'm damn near 40. Uh, I, I have seen my Miami Dolphins in the playoffs precious few times. So I will take a Dolphins game with playoff implications, which is what we do have the next couple weeks. Playoff, I will take that over yep. over big bowl games. Excellent. I think I feel the same way. I uh, yeah. Dolphins, playoffs, I'll take that. But, you know, that's just because the Canes haven't given me a bowl game to care about in too long. Yeah, I mean, they were in uh, five years ago. They were in an Orange Bowl, which I went to the game in person, and they got uh, completely manhandled by Wisconsin. And then prior to that, they were in an Orange Bowl in uh, 2003 against Florida State, which they won. 
They've had a lot of Sun Bowls. They've had a lot of Independence Bowls. They've been to Shreveport and El Paso a whole lot of times since then. A couple trips to Orlando in there. Had a Pinstripe Bowl in there. So they're usually not in the big time bowl games. God bless you for knowing all of these bowls that they've been in because it's been rough. I'll tell you what. Now, the next this or that I'm going to give you Christmas party or New Year's party. New Year's party. New Year's party. See, you just mentioned, yeah. though, that you're the kind of guy to yeah. stay home, though. So Yeah, but I'm reliving my youth, though, ah, is the thing. Okay. Right. So, because, dude, Marcos, man, when I was around college age, there were some New Year's parties where we didn't even remember. I remember this New Year's party when I was, like, 19, 20 years old. And th- this was before you had, like, common, like, GPS in the car. So we, like, we printed out, like, MapQuest directions, me and my friend, to the party that Map we were going to go to. We showed up to the wrong person's house, but they were also having a party and we just stayed and basically crashed the party and we got completely demolished at this party. It was fantastic. Yeah. We went to the wrong party. We're like, we're here. This seems like a better party than the one we were going to. I think you went to the right it. party, Donna. And we did what we accidentally went to the right. And, and it was such a wild party. The people there didn't even care. And there were like abuelitos there. Like this was like, you know, there were there were like friends and but there was family there, too. When we walked in, they're like, do we know you guys? We're like, no, isn't this your address? They're like, yes, but wrong side of like US one or something like a, we just stayed. That sounds like a like a something that only happens on New Year's kind of vibe. Yes. And the fact that they didn't really even care yeah. <laughs> was the amazing part about it. All right, so we're getting close to break time, so I got one more for you. You ready? All right, give me it. Give me. You kind of told me whether or not you're a go home or stay or go out or stay home kind of person for New Year's. Now, the next question I have: Are you wait till the ball drop person, or are you go to sleep at a normal time person? I have done both. Um, in fact, um, I, this last year I waited for the ball to drop. This year I'm going to wait for the ball to drop. But when my when my now almost five year old was one and two years old, I was just a walking zombie. Like when he was, you know, a few months old, year old, two years old, dude. I I didn't care. I I would, you know. You know, I, I would assume it's not Y2K this year when the calendar flips over. Everything's going to be here when I wake up in the morning. Uh, there's been a couple years in recent memory when, I, when I've when i gone to bed at like 10, 1030 on New Year's Eve. I do plan to stay up past midnight this year, though. You go, boy. <laughs> I uh, I usually end up working. One of my, my worst experiences is probably working at Ale House and going three, two, one, and then asking what sauce they wanted with their Mountain Melt. I was like, oh. I, don't, I don't ever want to do this again. <laughs> this is the worst. What sauce did they go for? Uh, I think sweet Thai chili. It was a good mountain milk. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. What yeah. are the, uh, like, because you, you don't, like, I, I'm usually a, uh, I'm usually a blue cheese guy when it comes yeah. to zingers or anything in that realm, but I, I guess, I don't think I've ever tried the sweet Thai oh, chili. Oh, you got to try the sweet Thai, man. Okay. I worked there for, what, like maybe two years, so I got to try combinations of sauces and this and that, honey mustard and that sweet Thai chili. That was one of the benefits for sure. I think honey mustard to me, it's run its course. Like I, honey mustard had like a really nice run, like from like 98 to like 2015. But now I just feel like the sauce game, now that we brought Iolis, we brought Iolis and like 
blue cheese like like now we got people mixing buffalo and blue cheese together which yeah. is one of god's greatest create honestly honey mustard is honey mustard had a run but society has moved on to better things like i i don't need to ever eat honey mustard on chicken fingers ever again we've got other options what now are you talking about dude it, it hasn't run its course i mean it's just like has ketchup run its course or is it just yes it has run ketchup its has course. run its course yeah what are you talking about like man? like ke- ketchup can still be used as like a base ingredient for other sauces yeah but, but ketchup just, by just... ketchup by itself like there's honestly unless yeah. you're five there's no reason for it wow this is strange i need to know uh, what is our text <laughs> mike, <live? laughs> look, look, look at this message from mike hawk he said honey mustard is great depression food what? <laughs> what? wow i didn't realize it was i didn't there wasn't a shelf date on, on uh, honey mustard but a couple people are giving me minus ones though yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to discuss this, but uh, that was this or that, Dono. You you kind of left me with with a, my brain rattle there, but well, I'm telling you though, it's like honestly, if you like, if I'm somewhere, like if I'm at like a football game or something, and like honey mustard is like, you know, if it's either honey mustard or barbecue, I'm going to probably take honey mustard. But yeah. if I've got op, if I've got aioli options, I'm not going for honey mustard. It's run its course, man. Wow. All right, so we got we got a big uh, hour to uh, coming up next here on AM 560 Sports WQAM.